Howdy, folks, and welcome to the <laughs> to the Bless You podcast. Um, down in the Delta today, we're going to be... <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw, mates. Mates? Throw it in there. I don't know if mates works. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't for a southern accent. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. What would the equivalent of mates be for a southern person? So I did a camp in Nakona, Texas, which is about mm-hmm. an hour and a half to two hours outside of Dallas area. Okay. And... Uh, they either call, I coached this team, this high school girls team, and they either called everybody baby, so I'd be like, hey, baby. <laughs> or they would call them cowboy, but they were so southern draw, cowboy. they would say keeble. What? They would say keeble, and that's how they pronounce cowboy. Instead of cowboy. Yeah. Cow, cowboy. Keeble. Yeah. Cowboy. Keeble. Keeble. Like, keeble. have you ever seen Max Keeble? No. The Disney movie? No, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Keeble. Cable. 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 Yeah. I would have gone with like partner. That was my first thought. Like partner. That's like the I feel like I feel like partner's like like more of like uh Louisiana. I don't know if anyone actually says partner, but like that's what you hear in like movies. No, I got I got a couple of people that I know that are from New Orleans. <laughs> and uh New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. And uh they say they say partner. Partner. Yeah. But you could also bring it to like the Boston accent. Partner. Pardon. Pack the car. Yeah, I feel like I feel like theirs is more like pal or something like that. Like pal, pal. I uh, I don't know what's happening or right hey, now. Or hey, buddy. You know. Hey, buddy. Like who who is you talking to, buddy? <laughs> you, you talking to me? <laughs> hey, pal. Hey, pal. Listen up. You want a glass of water? <laughs> you want a bagel or some pizza? No, sorry. I, I got no time for that. I'm trying to catch a cab right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on <laughs> that just like spiraled so fast i immediately like went possible. to like goodwill hunting in my head like, that is such an incredible movie amazing i love that movie i watched that all too recently i wish i'd seen it earlier yeah i yeah i probably watched it for the first time like two years ago i think it's so good no actually it was probably why do i feel like 2016 was like two years ago it for sure was 2016 was the first time I saw it. I was writing my finals paper for my capstone, and I yep. watched that movie on repeat, and I watched the movie Rounders, which is another uh, Matt Damon okay, movie. Cool. Edward Norton's in it. Matt like, Damon's amazing. He is. He is. I actually really – I had that thought yesterday because I was thinking of the movie Rounders. Like, I would put that in my top three favorite movies. Really? Rounders, 100%. And – I came to the conclusion that Matt Damon is amazing, but I really, really like Matt Damon a whole lot more in his younger years. Mm. Like the Goodwill Huntings, the Rounders. Well, he was in Interstellar. Did you see that movie? No, I didn't. Oh, is he's that incredible on in that. I heard it was really good. It's wonderful. The soundtrack is amazing for Interstellar. Oh, Hans yeah. Zimmer, legit, oh, yeah. legit. I just had a conversation with Kid and Melanie Slay. Shout out. Love you guys. Amazing. We just were like gushing about how much we love interstellar yeah it's just an amazing movie i'll have to watch it for sure he was also confusing he was in the martian too right yeah he's just a big space guy (laughs) it's literally intergalactic yeah i don't know i felt like i had to say it that way (laughs) i felt like i had to get like real nerdy on it like intergalactic space travel i don't know what that makes me think of but i feel like you should have like nerd glasses on when he said that yeah tape around the yeah. Middle part, nose piece. Yeah. Well, I feel like that we just went over like four icebreakers. That's incredible. Of like favorite movies, space travel. Yeah. Um, but the icebreaker for today is it's your last meal. The Lord was like, You're gonna die tomorrow. 
I'm gonna like rapture you. Um, what is the, gonna be the last thing you eat can, while you're can, here? Can I rebuttal you with sure. something? Because this is my favorite question ever yeah. to ask someone. Yeah. So same thing. I I go on a <laughs> little bit darker note when I ask it. I'm like, hey, you're on death row. You yeah, know, well, like I thought of that, but I wanted to go. Yeah, yeah. Je- Jesus is is Elijahing you. He's like, hey, you're coming home tomorrow. That's a verb. And <laughs> and uh, so uh, you get one appetizer, one entree, and one dessert. Okay, I can vibe with this. Yeah. So I'm asking you now. So you go first. Okay. Well, um, let the statement, let the record show that the question is officially being changed. Yes. To this. Yeah. Um, I would go chips and guac. Okay, good one. It's going to be the best guac I've ever had, best chips I've ever had. What makes a good guac? Oh, man. Um, it's got to have a little lime, a little onion, tomato, cilantro. Yep. It's got to have all of those things. What, what about like the – some people go heavy on the red onion. Um, don't go too heavy. I, I hate, want to be able to onion. taste the, yeah. the avocado. Okay. Um, chips and guac for the appetizer. I'm going to go full Mexican. Like I want a nice I dig burrito. It. I dig it. Like, there's this place um, in Southern California called Ortiz's. Yeah, it's in Point Loma. It's in Point Loma. Yeah. My brother Cam showed me um, the way of life. And <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> truly, it's so good. It's an anointed place. It is delicious. Yeah, for sure. And I would have probably something like their burrito. It's got to be real big. Okay, real but now what meat are you filling it with? Carne asada. Okay, naturally. I'm not even skipping a beat there. No. Carne asada. Like... You don't have to waste breath. I was just testing you there. (laughs) (laughs) And then to stray from the Mexican trend, I'd go with some salted caramel cheesecake. Let's go. For dessert. That's a first, though. Like, I don't think I've ever asked that. I probably asked that question a couple thousand times. Like, everybody I talk to, I ask that question. Really? And I've never heard anybody say cheesecake. Cheesecake. Like, I feel like cheesecake is one of those, like, it was like it's like a delicacy dessert. Yep. It's like one of those things where it's like, ooh, yeah, like cheesecake. I like cheesecake, but yeah. no one's like that's my favorite. No, I love it. My mom makes incredible cheesecake. I like it when it's denser and it's like more okay, like cream cheesy. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. Um I feel like sometimes though cheesecake, like when I think of a dessert, I want a dessert that like I can have a lot of. And cheesecake is one of those things where I'm like one slice and i am i am like that was really rich and that was plenty enough for me for the next year well what is what are your answers so i rigged the system naturally so i'm i'm going i'm going full-fledged sampler on the first one i'm getting i'm getting a little uh little sampler there like everything breaded i'm getting i'm getting mozzarella sticks on on it i'm getting like praise the lord like the little four-piece quesadillas like Mm. southwest style i'm getting the uh buffalo wings i'm getting you know what i'm saying so i'm getting the sampler little chicken tender action yeah i just want to acknowledge that i i can see you breaking the system 100 but like i'm for it yeah yeah yeah. uh my entree is all you can eat sushi (laughs) like i'm staying alive like don't rob me of this like um all you can eat sushi like as long as you don't stop eating sushi you yeah. can't die yeah yeah you're right. still finishing your dinner exactly uh well and then on top of it too like it doesn't confine me to one one thing that's true so i get a variety of sushi rolls all you can eat and i could throw down some sushi and then you i would say it. i would say my dessert is the only thing that i haven't rigged but i would go out with like probably a pizuki oh 
BJ's Pazuki. What ice cream is going on top though? So I the cookie base. Yeah, uh, the original one's really great, but I am like my favorite ice cream is cookies and cream hands down. So I'm doing the Oreo one. Yeah, the Oreo one is just like where it's at for sure. So good. Yeah, like unbeatable. Unbeatable. I love like unrivaled, unmatched. Pazuki Tuesdays. Yes. At BJ's, I think it's like four dollar Pazuki's. I don't know, but they're it's just a great day. Yeah, it's my a buddies. Great day to be alive. My buddies and I. There was this place called Newport Landing, in Newport Beach on Balboa Peninsula, and every Thursday they had uh, Taco Thursday, so the dollar tacos, and we'd go down there on Thursdays in high school, load up on some tacos. There was a BJ's right across the street, and we'd get yeah. like three like platter size cookies and cream. Good. Yeah. Good. The good. Oreo Pazukis bomb.com. Oh my gosh. So. It is before lunchtime right now, and <laughs> I'm like salivating, and my stomach is like <laughs> unwell. Yeah, my stomach is like punching me from the inside out, being like, "Give me pazuki." <laughs> I would love some food right now, but um, you know, transition segue time. Jesus, the the scripture says, "Man cannot live on bread alone, That's but on right. the word of God." And so, pazukis. And <laughs> <laughs> it does not say that. That's the the Gen Z translation. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back to last episode. So what we're talking about today is some of our favorite passages. We're talking about stuff that really just resonates with us. We're talking about stuff that's gotten us through a lot of life. Yeah. We're going to be going through just a couple. Um, but y'all are going to get to hear from us. And our prayer for this episode is that scripture will resonate in your heart and that you're going to hear something and the Lord is going to speak to you through it in crazy ways. Uh, and that you guys are going to jump into your Bibles too and see what the Lord is speaking to you because he loves you and he calls you to him. So, Connor, let's get into some scripture. Let's go. What's a what's a passage that you want to share with our audience today? So one of my life verses that was shared with me from my dad, who is uh, my parents were just huge, huge spiritual mentors in my life. Like they just rooted our house on the rock of the Lord, and I'm super yeah. grateful for it. Uh, but my dad shared a verse with me early on in my life, Job 23.10, and it says, uh, for he knows the way that I take, and when he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Mm-hmm. And I haven't shared my story on this yet, um, but there was a portion of my life in 2013 where, uh, not to get dense, and I don't want to you know, turn this into a sad podcast, but I actually attempted suicide and I was Mm -hmm. in the hospital and that was just a verse that just kept like pulling me through that time. Yeah. And, uh, when I think about it, right, like Job is going through this incredible, incredible battle. And it's actually kind of a confusing thing because when I first read that, it almost like God was like gambling with Job. Like he put him up for like a, like a offering of like, okay, because you know, Satan is roaming the earth and he, you know, comes before the presence of God. And God says, have you considered my servant Job's most righteous man, you know, that that's walking on earth. Um, and Satan goes, do you, does Job love God for nothing? Right? Like he clearly, he hasn't been tested to make his own decision there. Like you're forcing him to love you. And God's like, that's not who I am. So anyway, that verse, when I think about that time frame, and, and even today, the value of gold the importance of gold and yeah. how throughout these many centuries and yeah. and millenniums like thousands of years in gold has still held this high value 
in a monetary system, in a value system. And like, God knows the direction that we're going to go. Mm. Like he does. He's all knowing. Yeah. And yet like, like there will be moments where I meet a fork in a road. Yeah. And yet like I will come forth as gold and God loves me so much more than the value that we place on gold in this life. Like, yeah, I will come forth as higher than that, you know, yeah. like depicting this in, in a system where like gold was the highest thing. Right. You know? And so, uh, that was something that just reminded me of how much, number one, God loves me. Number two, his promise over my life. And yeah. number three, like, this is something that, like, I am invaluable yeah. to the Lord. Like, not in a way of, like, he doesn't value me. Like, we're priceless. Right. It's not like there's an amount of gold that could be exactly. placed on your life. Even if it's a crazy amount. Yep. Like, $4 million. Like, Yeah. You could take all the gold in the world, all the gold that's discovered and not discovered, uh, yeah, and like that doesn't compare to how much the Lord values us. Amen to that. So, could you read the verse one more time for our audience? Yeah, yeah. Job twenty three ten. For He knows the way that I take, and when He has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the way that it speaks to refining as well, and yeah. just how the Lord, because He loves us so much, that He just he just brings us up. He brings us higher. He refines us. Mm-hmm. And just like he does that with gold too. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Such a good word. Stuart, Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, of course. Uh, what about you, bro? Man, so the first verse I'm going to share, um, it's we've talked about it in the podcast before. Uh, Genesis 3.15 is a huge verse that like I've recently found and gotten super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, bear with me. It has some confusing language in it, but we'll just talk about it in a second. <laughs> I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers, for he will strike your head and you will strike his heel. This is in Genesis 3. This is after the fall, after man and woman had disobeyed and God is speaking to the serpent and en- enmity, 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 <laughs> enmity. Yeah. It's a hard word to say. Yeah. It means opposition, and that's all it means. And I just love this so much because it's a huge beacon of hope to me. And just that on page six of the Bible, I've said it before, like right as the scriptures are starting and God is beginning to tell his story, he's already prophesying and foretelling the coming of his son, the Messiah, to save us. And that just speaks straight to the heart of our God. And if you're listening to this, God loves you. He's always, like, he is quick to come to your rescue. He's quick to save you. And he's excited to walk with you. And he's always had a plan of sending his son to earth so we could be with him, um, even amidst our dark valleys. So that verse, even though it hasn't, like, been like, oh, it's connected to this huge life event, it's just like this, like, overarching umbrella verse in my life which just encourages me and just know that our God is good and he is wise and he is above it all. Keep it going, bro. <laughs> like, don't stop there. Like, that's so powerful. Yeah, I, so you're like, talk to me. Um, I mean, that's kind of the apex of our life, right? Is like pointing our eyes and our hearts yeah. and our minds centering around Jesus and sharing the mind of Christ when we, you know, internally have that heart transformation yeah. for him. But like, in a moment in your life that you remember 
Like, where did that play a huge part in who you are today? This verse? Yeah. Man. That's a, a great question. And I just... I recently understood what this verse meant. Like, it was only recently. It's not, like, a huge, like... Ever since I was six years old, I've like thought of this. Like I love those stories, right? And I'm glad you have that verse with Job, or like that experience with Job. But for me, it's like been a really recent thing, and I often get caught up in the like moment. Like I've got ten things on my to do list today, and this is what I gotta do. And this is ministry is like growing this and making numbers. But this just like this verse gives me so much hope in what's to come, and mm. that there is a heaven. Amen. Like, let's just sit in that for a second. That we are going to, when we, like, move on from the earth, we're going, like, straight to Jesus. And we're going straight to a perfect place that, man, God has been working on. And if you trust in Jesus, God is so excited to see you. Yeah. Um, and That's incredible. I could go down this rabbit hole for a while. Definitely. <laughs> I just want to touch on something really quickly before we go yeah. to the next verse. But I love what you just said. Like, there's a heaven. Let's let's just sit in that for a second. But then you followed it up with like that that life with Jesus. Like we're going straight to Jesus. I feel like there's such this misconception of like we strive to live this life with Jesus so that we can get to heaven. No, no, no. We live in the presence of the Lord in relationship with yep. him to continue that on oh, yeah. <laughs> everlasting. Like, yes. And so I love that you said that because I feel like so many people look to like, oh, like they're in heaven, rest in peace, or yeah. though they're in a better place. It's like, no, no, the better place is with Jesus. And like yeah. we're experiencing the spirit right now, yeah. the fruit of who Jesus is. And like we're going to be sitting with him someday. Man, that is a good word. And it's like through the Holy Spirit and it's incomprehensible ways. Like it's just going to be a straight up continuation. It's Amen. like we're going to be jumping from one place to another and it's still with Jesus. It's still with the Father and still with the Spirit. And I just can't wait. Come on now. I can't wait. <laughs> I just, this is a weird, but I just got the butterflies thinking about that. Like literally just yeah. felt like the surge in me that like just got pumped. The ruach, that's the Hebrew word for like breath and like life. Let's freaking go. Okay, hit us another one. All right, so uh, this one is is not necessarily. I'm gonna read a verse from it, but it's really these two chapters okay. that have changed my life when it comes to uh, my walk with the Lord. And it's Exodus chapter three and chapter four. But the verse I really want to read is uh, it's verse fourteen from chapter three. So Exodus chapter three verse fourteen. It says, "God said to Moses, I am who I am.'" This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. This is so important because mm -hmm. this is literally the first time that God speaks himself and his identity and who he is to a human. Come on now. Let's go. Right? Like, yeah. it's not even in Genesis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like, uh, like God is, I am who I am. Let's think about that for a second. Like if I were to walk up to someone and be like, I am, people would be like, you are who? Yeah. But this is who, this is like shows God's promise and faithfulness and his ultimate fulfillment that he's doing, been doing, and is going to do as Jesus comes back. Yeah. And then we live with him everlasting. Like, yeah. like whatever God does, <laughs> like that's who he is. Yes. 
right? And so uh, this is just so important. And, and why it's important to me is because what goes on in the next uh, thing is like Moses is standing at the burning bush at this point, and then he's directed to go back to Pharaoh, which Moses had just uh, fled Egypt. Like he had been essentially adopted into the Egyptian royal family, which was the most powerful family at yeah. that time. Yes. He was living uh, in the identity of like, I'm a prince of Egypt, and then murders an Egyptian warrior who's beating or an Egyptian guard who's beating this Hebrew slave. Yeah. And then the Hebrews like reject him for that. And he's fearful he's going to lose his life. So he leaves yeah. and then he gets to this burning bush and we see how God speaks to him through that. And then God reveals himself to Moses, tells him what he's going to do. Yeah. And this is so important for me because it reminds me every day of my life that like my life with Christ is not for me to sit on the couch and read my Bible for 18 hours a day and do nothing with it. Yeah. My life is reflected upon listening to the Lord in times even when I don't want to do it. Moses wanted nothing nothing to do. Moses wanted nothing to do with going back to Egypt. Yeah. And what he did was he was obedient to the Lord, which shows his worship and reverence mm. to God, but he's in action. And then we get to this point where he's actually standing before the Red Sea, yeah. and he goes on behalf of the Israelites because they're, they're panicking and they're crying out because they feel like they're going to get killed by this Egyptian army who's now following them, and they're, they're you know locked in, landlocked because they're standing at this water. They have no other direction to go. And Moses goes on behalf to them and cries out to the Lord, and God goes, why are you crying out to me? Tell him to move. Yeah, and tell him to move and, and you raise your staff over that water, put your hand over it, raise that staff over it and like watch it's like watch the sea, you know, yeah. split and I'm going to protect you through this and guide you through this. Yeah, like it's a life of action. Faith is not faith without action. So that's yeah. the reminder to me is like God is who he says he is. Yes, he loves me. He cares about me. And he's also calling me to yeah. move forward and to, to be obedient to what he's asking me to do. Yeah, it's like those words like I am like a big part of me doesn't even understand it. But <laughs> right. no matter how much I don't understand, it like doesn't take away from any of the weight and like the power that you just like feel when you think of yep. the God of the universe just saying like I am. It's like, whoa, it's incredible. Yeah, it, it, it comes with such weight, right? Because we always try to identify things like as humans, we are natural discoverers. Yeah, we are natural people that that want to discover an answer we want a problem and we want to resolve it yeah. and so to have something so ambiguous but yet so solidified and direct as i am who i am yes that is just it is confusing but it's so reassuring yeah it's amazing yeah. Stuart, what's your next verse okay i'm gonna hit us with one more verse before we start to wrap things up and it's John fifteen sixteen. Hmm. This is again recent, but like huge. Yeah. Um, the context for this verse is Jesus says to his disciples, um, "The greater love has no man than this. Mm -hmm. There's no greater love than to lay down a life for your friend." And then he says, "You are my friends. Like you're no longer servants. You're my friends because I've showed you what the will of God is." And he's wow. like revealed himself to his friends. So first of all, Jesus calls you a friend. Next of all, listeners, um, there is no greater love than sacrificing yourself for a friend. And Jesus did that for you and for me and for Connor. And it's great. 
And then Jesus follows it up. He hits us hard with, <laughs> you did not choose me, but I chose you. And I'm like, ah. Oh, Weak in oh the man, knees. Like, oh, like reality that, check. That takes me out. Because, oh my goodness. Just like, I think that just really dictates like my and like mine and yours like just humanity's relationship with god is he continually chooses you and despite us not choosing him or not following him or anything he follows us psalm 23 says surely your goodness and mercy will follow me for all the days of my life Mm. like god is following you he loves you um and i just this is one of the verses that just blows me away I made it the the name of my iPhone because whenever I want to airdrop things to myself or like connect a device or whatever, I just like love being reminded of that. Wow. And that's so cool. It's just like the sickest thing that, yeah, God loves you so dearly and he chooses you Mm. no matter like what friends or whatever. And like a big thing that like I have a hard time with is like loneliness. That's like what I have the most anxiety around. Yeah. Um, And just to know that, Jesus chooses me every single day and he chooses to to love me and listen to me every day. Yeah. It's just like that's an absolute game changer. Yeah. Jonathan David Helzer has this song called Inheritance. Okay. And essentially what it is is it's this song and as he continues to play he's like speaking out these things but he's like and not in like a blasphemous way but he's doing this dialogue essentially sure uh but in this portion of like god speaking over someone and he Mm -hmm. says this one part in it where he's like i will not love you any better when you get better yeah like i love you as much as i can right now yeah and that's the same tomorrow and that was the same yesterday like yeah my love for you doesn't change And that has stuck with me because I I don't really feel like I've struggled with like, does God love me or like I'm not enough for God or whatever. Like I'm the reverse of that. My my insecurities have always been like, you know, when I was in high school and I was living a dual lifestyle, Mm -hmm. it was like, man, how can I say I'm a Christian that I love Jesus yet I keep doing these things so poorly and sinning and falling into the same temptations. Yeah. But I hear that and I'm like, wow. Like there, there really is nothing that can separate me from the love of God. Yeah. Romans. It's because nothing can stop God from choosing you. Yeah. Like God is love. That's who he is. He doesn't yeah. know any better. Like he doesn't know anything differently, which is so crazy. Man, I just feel so like full right now. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel incredible. And if you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that um, this scripture really just sits with your soul um, and that you grow to love God more and more. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you next episode. Absolutely. Love you guys. Bye. Peace.